0: Aloha, namaste, and welcome back to the Healing Laughter Podcast. This is the show where we talk about all things related to self-love, manifestation, spirituality, the power of positive affirmations, healing water, astrology, and so much more. My name is Katie. I'm a Western Tropical Sacred Astrologer, an ICF-certified spiritual life coach, sacred breathwork practitioner, dog mom, and wannabe mermaid. Just a few notes before we start talking about the upcoming super new moon in Capricorn. I'm a Western tropical astrologer, and I use the sacred interpretation method, meaning your astrological forecast will always be described in the sense that challenges are opportunities and not a form of punishment. Additionally, I use the whole house sign system, meaning that your rising sign rules the entirety of your first house, and every person has all 12 zodiac energies within them. I use the archetypal energies of the planets, the zodiacs, and history to create something similar to a weather forecast so that you can make plans and validate your emotions based on the energy that you find yourself personally swimming in at this time. Of course, I can only give generic forecasts without looking at your unique individual chart. So if you want a more personalized energy forecast or reading, I offer personalized astrological reports like a PDF. Uh, These are like 80 plus page long pdfs and this is the most affordable option i have on the elevated aura website i also have one-on-one virtual readings as well you can learn more about all those options and schedule them on the elevated aura website all right let's get into the super new moon in capricorn so the winter solstice the darkest day of the year is on december 21st and this is a time when we are invited to rest to slow down and it's interesting before like the patriarchal rule took over before Christianity really became a thing. So many of us were witches and healers and so connected to nature. And during this matriarchal rule, There was this ritual of using evergreen trees and candles and acorns to decorate homes because these were signs of life, of fertility, even in the dead of winter. And that really has become the modern day traditional Christmas tree. And I'm sharing this with you as a reminder that we are not separate from the earth. Our hearts and our earth are literally made up of the same ingredients, the same letters. So that being said, following the winter solstice on December 21st, we have a new moon, a super new moon in Capricorn on December 23rd, 2022. That's happening at 2.16 a.m. Pacific time. And at the time of the new moon, both the sun and moon will be at one degree, 32 minutes of Capricorn. And it's in Capricorn that we also find Venus at 16 degrees. We find Mercury at 21 degrees, and we have Pluto at 27 degrees of Capricorn. So this tells me just right away there's a lot of cardinal Earth energy happening, Capricorn energy at this time. So what does Capricorn energy look like? Well, Capricorn is the boss of the zodiac, so it may not come as a surprise then that Capricorn is the natural ruler of the 10th house of career, which includes your work, career, public image, leadership, and self-employment. Now, Capricorn energy expresses itself in a fiery, cardinal way, meaning that those with a lot of Capricorn placements tend to be those who are initiating pioneering, creative, enterprising, they are not afraid to start something new, let's say. And it's worth noting that the highest mission of Capricorn is the proper function of society in terms of fairness, justice, and equality for its members. So a lot of government structures, institutions, that's very Capricorn-type energy. And Capricorns exemplify the values of hard work and accomplishment, and they have this service uh, as one of their goals to humanity. So the redemption comes when they allow the spiritual joy that they feel inside to fully express itself in the form of graceful acts of loving kindness. But Capricorn is also an earth energy, meaning that those with Capricorn placements can be a little bit resistant to fast-paced changes. They're more sensual because remember, earth energy is feminine. So it's all about being embodied, grounded, moving slow and sensual. The shadow side of that, though, can look like you're moving too slow, almost like a sloth-like pace, and just being lazy or resistant to change, because change can be uncomfortable and it's not always easy. That being said, though, Capricorn people are incredibly ambitious and practical, and they tend to have an excellent sense of social responsibility. They also tend to be very conscious of social mores, perhaps to the point of over So Capricorn people can sometimes get stuck, like, I want to do this, but, like, it's not really for the best of humanity. So Capricorn people tend to naturally be cautious, and this allows them to advance slowly and steadily to the top. Now, you've heard of the story of the tortoise and the hare. The tortoise is, like, the perfect – like, it just – it. it just encapsulates Capricorn energy so perfect. It's slow and steady, but it wins the race because it's learning, it's adapting, it's adjusting as it goes along. So the reward for those with Capricorn placements often looks like prestige, honor, and success in public achievement. But although Capricorn energy is boss energy, Capricorn energy doesn't actually feel good enough really ever so in some way this powerful rise this powerful ambition this you can't stop me energy that Capricorns have it sometimes comes from deep-rooted feelings of insecurity so Capricorns tend to be sarcastic in a self-deprecating way they put themselves under enormous pressure and oftentimes feel personally responsible for the success and happiness and well-being of those around them. Now, this could be, again, a way for Capricorns to prove themselves because oftentimes a lot of Capricorn placements means that somebody suffered from a very restrictive early environment. So their aloofness may actually be a defense mechanism. It may be serving them in some way to protect them from dealing with the fear of intimacy or low self-esteem. So this is also why if you know anyone with a lot of Capricorn placements, they tend to be more reserved. They like to be around those who are more tactful, more practical, uh, those who can keep secrets close to their heart. And as I mentioned before, during the Capricorn new moon, we actually have quite a bit of activity happening in Capricorn. So in astrology, there are the big six, which are the personal planets that impact your personal world more so than planets like Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. Those are more like generational planets that affect us more as a collective rather than individually. Now that's not to say that these transpersonal planets can't or won't impact you on a personal level. It's just that you're not usually feeling it as powerfully or extreme as the personal planets. Now the personal planets would include your rising sign, the sun, the moon, Venus, Mercury, and Mars. So during the Capricorn new moon, four of the six personal planets will actually be in Capricorn. The sun, the moon, Mercury, and Venus, and then Pluto is there as well. So the moon represents our emotions. It's our internal world, how we express ourselves. It's our unconscious, how we feel about things. And the moon is ruled by cancer. And on the zodiac, Cancer and Capricorn are axis buddies. So where Cancer is this home life, this nurturing maternal energy, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. It's more fatherly, it's more disciplined energy that's all about taking responsibility and being a boss. So when the emotional motherly moon is in Capricorn, the moon doesn't exactly feel comfy cozy. And this energy may manifest itself at this time in a way where we doubt ourselves and we may feel the need to justify ourselves to the outside world or better yet, garner approval from the external world to ensure that we are safe and that we are being useful. I know this is easier said than done, like trust me, but at this time, really see if you can work on filling up your own self, if you're feeling useless or unloved. Use this challenging energy to build up your skills of coping with adverse realities and learn how to better trust your inner values. Because truthfully, if we don't take the time to rid ourselves of doubt of these harmful negative thoughts we are more likely to stumble when we encounter difficult periods in life so even when it comes to business like have some confidence in yourself trust your gut because there's success and talent within you there is capricorn energy within you and keep in mind that this capricorn energy of working hard is not necessarily bad Like, are you going to be missing out on some carefree fun? Possibly. But remember, the tortoise and the hare, that's the energy that we're swimming in. And Capricorn places all of its bets on the slow and steady tortoise. So the sun in Capricorn is likely going to be illuminating that strong-willed Capricorn energy. You may find that you're actually able to put maximum effort into work now or something really important to you. And when the sun is in Capricorn, we can be fueled by energies of peace, patience, perseverance, and ambition. So this is not... Like, as peaceful as it sounds, it's not exactly an energy, though, where we leave things to chance. So there is a cautious, reliable energy at play. But again, Capricorn energy is humble and slow because their achievements are permanent. So this is work hard, play hard, make time for rest, because this energy is about the best possible result, like, long term. We also have Mercury and Capricorn, and this is likely indicating that the facts are going to be increasingly important to us around the time of this new moon. See, I told you I was a dog mom. Sorry about the barking. I think I got him to at least cooperate for a little bit, a little bit longer. So as I was saying, we have Mercury and Capricorn. So this is going to be maybe a time where how we communicate is increasingly important to us. And we may find that if we have a specific goal in mind, that that can actually be helpful and attractive at this time. Like if we have a very focused mental energy on what we are trying to create, that is so attractive to Capricorn. Venus is also in Capricorn as well. And unfortunately, Venus, planet, goddess of love, she's not exactly feeling at home in Capricorn. She doesn't hate it in Capricorn, but she just hides a bit more in this energy. So you may notice that your relationships might feel a little less lovey-dovey at this time, unless you're with somebody who is and has always been very open and straightforward about like living in this love bubble where they don't give a fuck about PDA or anything like that. So, if you notice that you or your partner withdraws a little bit at this time, it's not necessarily that they don't love you anymore or that like there's something wrong. It could just be that they don't like to show their feelings in public as much, or they might just feel like they need an invitation. They might require you to show your loving side first before they feel like it's safe enough to open up a bit more. So, trust is going to be extra huge at this time. Also, loyalty and stability. And although Pluto is not exactly a personal planet, it's a generational planet. So if you're born within a specific time period, we all have Pluto in the same sign. It's not necessarily in the same house, but it's in the same sign. So Pluto is in Capricorn right now and will be in Capricorn at the time of the new moon. But Pluto, remember, is this generational planet that often represents our greatest pain it's our greatest opportunity for transformation it's the area of our life where we're shedding our skin growing evolving where we experience big ups and downs in life where we kind of born we're like we're reborn and die like a lot that's Pluto. So Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008 and Pluto is actually going to be moving into Aquarius for a little bit starting in March, March 23rd, 2023 until June 11th, 2023. Then Pluto is actually going to retrograde back into Capricorn until January, 2024. So Pluto spends like 10 to 20 years in a particular sign. And during that time, there's often massive transformation, like that death rebirth cycle. So for the last 14 years or so, Pluto has been in Capricorn. And I think it's fair to say that during this time, we've seen massive changes in these traditional structures like governments and banks. And it's just, there's been changes in the way that they operate throughout the world. There's been pushback. There's been power grabs. There's just been, let's just say anything that has like a top-down structure. So like like I said, governments, banks, educational institutions, health organizations, there's just been so much transformation and change since 2008. And a lot of that has to do with Pluto being in Capricorn. And when Pluto moves into Aquarius, we're likely to see a whole new kind of transformation occur related to progressive community-focused Aquarian topics. So Pluto's going to be hanging out in Aquarius until 2044. So we're going to get into this much later, but historically when Pluto has entered Aquarius, we tend to see a lot more grassroots power to the people type movements. Women and other marginalized groups tend to break through like traditional glass ceilings that are imposed by the Capricorn type energy. But then again, Aquarius likes to level the playing field, and it's ruled by both Saturn and Uranus. So we may find that there are parts of our life that are transforming and becoming more equal in these quantum ways that we absolutely enjoy. But simultaneously, we may find that we are forced to share with those that we may not want to or may not agree with. So there is an ebb and a flow in all of this. It's possible that these challenges will force us to grow and evolve and it, like, it may be uncomfortable, but it's also perhaps for our highest good. Now, during the Capricorn super new moon, Jupiter will be at zero degrees of Aries, forming a square with the sun. The sun is also squaring Neptune. And given that the sun and the moon are conjunct, the moon is also forming a square with Jupiter and Neptune. Neptune. I think that this indicates that we're going through some kind of season where our emotions, the moon, the way we see ourselves, the sun, has possibly been under some kind of illusions, It's like Neptune, and we're being given this opportunity to see things in a different light. I think we're seeing opportunities where we can tap more into our spirituality. We can tap more into trust and love or in a greater power. And it's interesting to me that the new moon is happening around the winter holidays because I think this new moon is gifting us the chance to see our blessings, to see our luck and what makes us happy in a whole new light. And I think Jupiter is in a way expanding our appetite for philosophical topics, more spiritual topics. and there's something to be said about having an attitude of gratitude that invites more blessings. because if you think about it, you were always if you were always doing something nice for someone and all they ever did was like complain about how no one did anything nice for them, I think after some time you would just stop doing nice things because your actions were not appreciated. there was no gratitude. But let's say you had been doing something kind for someone who did appreciate every single thing that you did for them. And every time they received some kind of blessing, like they were over the moon, excited and grateful, my guess is that you would be motivated to go above and beyond their expectations because that attitude of gratitude in turn gives you a gift. Like when we give a gift and the other person receives it with love, that's a gift to us. Now Saturn, the ruler of Capricorn, will be in Aquarius, and Saturn actually also rules Aquarius, so that's not too uncomfortable, but Saturn will be squaring Uranus, which is retrograde in Taurus. Now we've been dealing with this square for a few years. This battle or this clash between the old and the new is ongoing, but it's happening again, so it's possible that we may see more restrictions or attempts for top-down authority to take one last power grab, one last... (laughs) one last lap in charge, but remember Uranus and that quantum change, that collective grassroots energy, it always wins in the end. So we'll see what happens. Mars is still retrograde in Gemini. Mars will go direct on January 12th, 2023, but will remain in Gemini until March 25th, 2023, because Mars, when it goes direct, is going to go direct in Gemini. So while Mars is retrograde in Gemini through January 12th, We are being invited to rethink about how we communicate our word choices, how we share our thoughts and ideas. So look back, if you haven't already, at what was going on in your life between August 20th and October 30th, 2022. That was when Mars first entered Gemini. So where was your focus? Because where focus goes, energy flows. And this Mars retrograde is giving us a chance to redo some of that. Um, We are also now officially in a Mercury Retrograde pre-phase. That pre-phase kicked off on December 11th, 2022, with the Mercury Retrograde officially kicking off on December 29th, 2022, ending January 17th or 18th, 2023, depending on where you are in the world. And that post-phase of the Mercury Retrograde will wrap up in the second week of February. Now, keep in mind, we have a lot of retrogrades going on. So a retrograde is a time when we have an opportunity to review, redo, rethink, rewrite a specific energy. So mercury retrograde often gives us a chance to review, redo, rethink, rewrite how we communicate, how we think, how we use technology, how we relate to others. So we can review and redo like contracts sometimes, we can relaunch products, services, all with a refreshed perspective. And if you are someone who is born natally during a Mercury retrograde like me, you may find that this is actually a time when people seem to understand you a bit more and your communication flows a little easier. So definitely not a bad thing. So what to expect, though, on a more personal level with this super new moon in Capricorn? Look at your natal chart and see which house does Capricorn rule for you. If you are not an Aries rising, Capricorn will rule a different house than the 10th house. So look and see which house Capricorn rules for you specifically, because that is going to give you the best indication as to which area of your life is most likely being activated in some way with the super new moon. So for example, I am an Aquarius rising. So Capricorn is actually the ruler of my 12th house, not the 10th house. So I'm looking at 12th house topics as areas of my life that I want to set intentions for, not necessarily the 10th house topics of like public image and career. So my suggestion would be spend some time thinking about what you want to see manifest or what kind of changes, blessings, improvements would you like to see happen in that area of your life six months from now. Because the Capricorn full moon is going to happen on July 3rd, 2023. So think about that area of your life that's being illuminated by this Capricorn new moon. And what would you like to see happen in that area of your life by July 2023? Meditate on it, write it down, and just start working toward those goals. Now, if you are a sun or rising Capricorn, Cancer, Libra, or Aries, you are likely to feel the effects of this Capricorn new moon the most, especially if you have planets or aspects between 26 and 4 degrees of cardinal signs, so Capricorn, Cancer, Libra, or Aries. Now, the sun and the moon are at 1 degree of Capricorn, so that indicates to me that those with 1 to 4 degrees of planets or aspects are going to feel this the most, but then We have Jupiter at zero degrees of Aries as well, squaring the sun and the moon. So that's why I extended the range to 26 degrees to cover the end degrees of 26, 37, 28, 29, and zero. One last thing that I want to flag for you with this new moon is that the degree which it's happening, one degree. So one degree is ruled by Aries, and it's also a very early degree, which tells us that this is a new energy. We're kicking off something new. And even more powerful, this is the third new moon of five new moons in a row, all happening at one degree. Now, it began with the solar eclipse new moon in Scorpio, which is at one degree. Then we had the new moon in Sagittarius at one degree. And now this new moon in Capricorn is at one degrees. So when I look ahead at 2023, the new moon in Aquarius and the new moon in Pisces are also both at one degree. Then in 2023, we will have a black moon, meaning we will have two back-to-back new moons in Aries because we're going to switch which zodiacs are at play during eclipse season. So the first Aries new moon will be at zero degrees, which tells us that this is a pure form of Aries energy. Then we have a new moon. So, excuse me. So we have that fresh like zero degrees, new moon, new beginnings, baby step kind of approach energy. Then the second new moon in Aries about a month later is actually a solar eclipse, new moon in Aries. And that new moon will be at 29 degrees, indicating that this moon is going to be at its most mature, often signaling psychic powers, specifically clairvoyance. Of course, we're going to talk about all of this in much more detail as these astrological events get closer, but Given how powerful this energy seems to be for new beginnings, I really wanted to flag this for you so that you understand just how fresh and malleable this energy can be. And if you are someone who, like me, likes to take time during a new moon and really be intentional about where you are focusing your time and energy, then these new moons really look like something to use to your advantage and really co-create your reality with the universe. Whatever happens externally at this time, know that you are safe, you are loved, you are divinely guided and supported, and I love you. Wishing you a blessed and safe new moon in Capricorn. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. That's our show for today. Remember, kindness starts with within. If We were all to focus inward, to be kind to ourselves. Before we started worrying about what anyone else was doing, this world would be such a different place.